It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. Um, as ever, I'm joined by my trusty right-hand man, uh, my consulary, top producer in the game, uh, the Italian stallion, it's Salvatore Bacconi. How are we doing, Sal? Not bad. Consigliere. Consigliere. Yes. Uh, cool. Lovely. Yeah, but no, your, your pronunciation is getting better. You've yeah. made a conscious effort to learn a bit of Italian recently. I have indeed. And I appreciate it. Yeah. You're, well, you're, you're, you're. You're welcome. I don't know what your welcome is in Italian, but... Prego. Prego. Um, Prego. How you been? Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, been all right. <laughs> I'll be good. You been all right? Yeah, I've been all right. Good, um, good, good. Yeah, not bad. Uh, first gig of the year last night, I saw. Yeah, first gig of the year. Um, first gig of the year. Last night, out up the creek, back with a bang. Very much like a... Um, like January crowd, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, They're up for it. Like, like, as in, they was nice. They was listening, there's about 160 people, but energy was just like... Right. They're, Not quite there. No, nah, you can just... T- always the first couple of weeks back in Jan, people are just a little bit like boozed out. Mm. A little bit like, oh, you know, they're not as boisterous as what they are pre-Christmas. Mm. The fucking roof in there just absolutely goes off. Um, but interesting one from last night. Started doing a bit of crowd work during my set. And um, I have this joke about uh, proposing to my missus. And I say, I'm, I'm, I'm married now. And um, I got my ring on, so I lost my ring. And then this girl in the second row, she went, sure. And I was like, no, no, look, I lost it. I put it on the on the, on the the side table, I lost it. She goes, sure. I was like, no, she was with me when I lost it. She went, sure. And I was like, I'd already spoke to her earlier in the night. Mm. And I went to her, I think I've figured out why you're single now. <laughs> And then, you know, that got a bit of a laugh. Uh, and then she looked at her mate. She goes, go on, tell him. And then her mate went, uh, she's single because her husband died. <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, you could hear a fucking pin drop. No, did you get it on video? And then, so- no, I didn't recognize. <laughs> I'm really annoyed. And then someone in the front row went, wow, talk about killing the show. <laughs> And I went, listen, don't talk about killing. That's all the time, all right? <laughs> that got a laugh. And I went, wow, you've absolutely game set and matched me there. <laughs> and then I was a bit of a pause and I went, well, can I have his ring? <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking cried with laughter. And that for me is what comedy's all about because she was really laughing, but I saw that she was also wiping the tears yeah. away from her eye. Like, how long ago did he die? <laughs> I didn't ask how he died, but I spoke to her mate after because I, before I left him, I bought him around a drinks because right. uh, I mean I dealt with it fine yeah, and no, I was I a gentleman about pretty... it, but um, I just wanted to let him know, like you know, I hope you're right. A mate basically told me at the bar that it happened like three years ago. Right, um, she right. still wears a ring, though. What what she told me on the night, and um, yeah, yeah, I was I was in my mind. I was thinking, shall I say it? Shall I say it? And I just thought. Fuck it, like, why not? And it got a really big laugh. And most importantly, she was laughing whilst also like quite emotional. And for me, that's what comedy is all about. Mm. It's like she'd gone there for a good time. As obviously saying, it's really raw for her still, you know, after three years. Um, 
but it was fucking yeah cool. that's that's brilliant i mean that is what comedy is isn't it to release attention yeah exactly, i mean she's yeah. created like the most tense sort of like moment and in it was the tense mate and in, i was thinking cool how do i get around this it's funny in steve coogan's autobiography he talks about um two of it, he's got like, two personal assistants and both of them in the space of like three months their partners died mm. and um he said he walked into the office after they'd been both been sort of like off for like grieving or whatever and um he just walked into the office he was like right who's who died today then <laughs> and one of them burst out laughing the other one started crying he goes well you know like you can't win them all but nah. like but like he goes that's he goes in those moments that you know some of the sorest moments of your life like that's kind of when you need those sort of yeah you know. i think so and uh i had a think over christmas and uh i think i know what i'm gonna write my first show about okay yeah All right. and it's sort of on that line of like God, what's like really actually hard to and tough to talk about mm. you know what i mean and what um where can i create the most tension because for me the funniest things, like I think that I've got a dark sense of humor, mm. you know, for me personally, I mean, everyone's different for me. I laugh the most when it's fucking backs against the bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, this is, you know, oh, yeah. that, like that last night with the ring, you know, and her husband, that's the comedy I love. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause I, I think that it, it, cause I feel comedy like that. I feel like it heals. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, I mean, like, listen, life is a, Life's a fucking tragedy anyway, you know, what we've got to realise. <laughs> but it fucking is. Like everything we're building here, the podcast, your lovely family life, everything, one day, it's all going to be over. <laughs> but it is. Sake, like, we're all going to so fucking bleak. die. And when you think about it like that, life is fucking bleak. Like, we work really hard. We try and do everything, you know, but really at the end, we just fucking die and then we rot in the ground, don't we? I mean, let's hope there's something more, but I mean, good chance it's not, let's be honest, right? <laughs> So when you think of it like that, like life is tragic and I think you just got to like, that's why you can't fucking take it too seriously because it's like. Got to make the most of it where you can. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And uh, yeah, that for me, that's where, that's where, that's when I laugh the most, mm. you know, in in circumstances just like that, really. Nice. I mean, you know, it's a prime example of that. You've seen that film Joker. Yeah. The origin story of the Joker. I've never laughed so much in a, a movies in a f cinema as when a spoiler alert, anyone's not seen a film, great film, one of the best films you can ever watch. But basically the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix is a geezer that give him a hard time. Two blokes come around from his work. One of them gives him a hard time. The other one's a midget. Who, well, a, a small person. Sorry. Can't say midget. Can I? No, small no, person. Small person. Um, sorry to any small people listening. Um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm laughing at how you're trying to dig out of the situation. Yeah, and I was just, <laughs> sorry, any small people out there. I'm not talking about kids, I'm talking about the, <laughs> oh, the adult sake. small ones, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the arsehole and the little small fella mm. comes round. I say little small fella. They were actually too many descriptive words there. The small person comes round. Yeah. Um, little bloke. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. No, right. Okay, sorry. The arsehole and the... Yeah. The small person, yeah. Little Carry chap, on. Yeah. <laughs> little tiny little fella. Um, 
little small guy comes around and um, he basically ends up stabbing the arsehole to death. The mm. the bloke who's yeah. asked doesn't stab his arsehole. <laughs> this is it's the worst anyone's right, okay. ever described a scene from yeah. a film. <laughs> but anyway, he stabs the arsehole and then um, like he says to the little guy, um, like, oh, mate, I've always liked you. Like, you can go on your way. It's quite a violent scene where he fucking yeah, murders I remember this guy. It. And you're like, whoa, that's graphic. And you're like, takes you back a bit, you know. And then the great release of tension is the little guy goes to walk out the door, can't reach the handle. <laughs> and that is perfect for me. That's 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 my comment. You know what I mean? That's my sense of humour all the way. Like dark and then bang, let's fucking lighten this situation up, shall mm. we? Someone's just been murdered, but a little guy can't get out the door. <laughs> Funny. It's just, that's funny. It's a good scene. It's uh, a great scene. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually up the creek this week as well. Uh, funny sure. enough. Okay. Did the blackout on Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a last minute spot going. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go down and try some new material out. Yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, I had, a pretty, I had a really good set. Get through the five. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but what new stuff though? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got through. Although there is always that little bit like. Yeah, I know, mate, whenever uh, I do new material. I'd done, um, so before I'd done my O'Gilligan show, I said I said to him, I said, look, can you stick me on a blackout because I want to do five minutes with a bit mm. of pressure. And he's a set up five minutes I've done, you know, loads of times before. Um, and I was feeling a bit like, oh, you know, I know these jokes work. Yeah. You know, I was feeling a little bit of tingle, you know? Yeah, it's, it is weird when you get in there and you're like, <clears throat> especially now because I've done it so many times. This is the first time I've walked in. I've not known any other comedian that was there really? that's how you know it. you're not on the open mic circuit you, no more you sort of like yeah you just sort of like oh, i kind of felt a bit out of place and they're all talking about being nervous and stuff like that i was like yeah. i literally just want to get i'll say see if this stuff works go and watch sopranos that's literally as soon as i came off stage put yeah. my coat and jacket on and bounce. Fuck off, yeah. um but uh there was it's funny when you're watching like new because some of them at people acts there you obviously you know like you hosted it uh, now and again some of them it's like their second gig or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. the first guy that got up there uh his opening line it just made me really laugh. He went, uh, "People are strange, and my friends are stranger." <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Probably, probably he'd only done like, like you know, like a certain amount of gigs, not been going long, but love like that. his delivery was all unnatural and stuff like that. And they carded him off like straight after the two yeah. minutes or whatever. And there was another did. guy who just sort of stripped, sort of naked. He got free cards before they even give him the two minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just. It's sort of fun to kind of watch newer acts, but it's also kind of quite painful, isn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 doing the blackouts one of the most enjoyable things because, like, I like talking to the new acts. Mm. Um, I like seeing like new acts that are really good, and then it, it's funny seeing people still figuring it out. Mm. To those of you who haven't listened to like previous podcasts, the Blackout is a gong show that they do up the creek every Thursday. For new acts. So for new acts, mostly. It's, you get some sort of like more experienced acts come just do new material or whatever. It's a good place actually to perform to like, you know, if you need a spot and you want to perform to like a full room. Yeah, yeah. So it was packed down. on Thursday. It's probably about 120, 130. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, 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 was a, it was a nice little set. Um I mean, today's podcast, off the back of... There's only one thing that's really dominating the news at the moment. And I think we all know what that is. Do you want to... I mean, it's a subject that we touched on in the last episode. Old ginger bollocks. 
yeah, I mean, you know, it's everywhere at the moment, and there's there's so much to sort of like go on. But I've, I've picked out a few things that we should maybe like focus on. I know you posted on your Instagram recently. There's one element of the book that you're really quite interested in. He told everyone he's got been circumcised. He's not that he's not been circumcised. He's he's not. No, he has been circumcised. He has been circumcised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that do you know what? Actually, we needed to know that bit of information because sometimes I look at it and I think to myself. But why does everyone dislike Prince Harry now? Like, where's that come from? And when he's revealed in the book that he's circumcised, like, it makes perfect sense now. Of course, everyone fucking dislikes him. He's a Spurs fan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, it all makes... <laughs> okay, yeah, it's all gone into, <laughs> you know... <laughs> that's why he is so hated. Um, <laughs> This is what he said. These are the exact words. While the ears and cheeks were already healing, the todger wasn't. It was becoming a more it was becoming more of an issue by the day. Um, my penis was a matter of public record and indeed some public curiosity. Was it though? I don't, I, I don't think I've met anyone that has been speaking about his 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 willy. But what's your view about his circumcision? No, I mean if I, <laughs> I don't really want to spend the time here talking about his cock. Maybe something else that he's... I mean, uh, the fight is the big one, isn't the it? The fight's but, the big one. So so this is, I mean, like I don't know if you have managed to not hear any of this, then you've fucking done well to avoid it because it's yeah. been everywhere. But but this is the extract from the book. Uh, he said, uh, William called me another night. They were having a bit of a, a, a sort of like balmy. He said, William called me another name, then came at me. It all happened so fast. He grabbed me by the collar, ripping my necklace, and he knocked me to the floor. I landed on the dog's bowl, which cracked under my back, the pieces cutting into me. I lay there for a moment, dazed. Then I got to my feet and told him to get out. I think we need to be like very careful with our language that we're using for this. Um, I would say Prince Harry, he didn't get attacked, did he? I mean, it's like attack is like if fucking you yeah. or I went up and fucking punch a 70-year-old woman. You know what I mean? That's an attack. It's not exclusively to 70-year-olds. You didn't get attacked, Prince Harry. You just got fucking done, mate. Yeah. Like, he just fucking served you up at the end of the day. Well, he wanted him to fight him, apparently. That's what he was saying. He said, yeah, he and he you to put fight back. You know, that's what he was saying, William. Yeah, and you fucking... He weighed you in, basically. Yeah. Is, is siblings fight all the time. Yeah. Siblings yeah. fight all the time. I mean, who's not had a fucking slap off of one of their family mm. members? In fact, if you've not had a slap off of one of your family members... You got weird fucking family, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you do. Yeah. Like, what, you've never had a dig off of your dad or your fucking brother or or whatever. Like, I, I find that weird. People that go, no, like, you know, my dad never slapped me or, you know, I've never had a fight with any of my siblings. You're fucking weird then, in my eyes. Yeah. That, yeah. That's strange. Like, you need to, what are you, you know, are you, I mean, they're the sort of people that end up murdering people, I think. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because you've got to... He was always a quiet man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, we don't. Um, yeah, we don't argue like that. I mean, I remember once I was about fifteen and uh, borrowed my brother's PSP. You know the things you like yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah like, I used to have one. Yeah, and I wanted to borrow. I was going to Dominican Republic with my mate, and he had one. I was like, my brother, can I borrow it? He's like, yeah. He's like, but don't fucking break it. Blah, blah blah. I don't know how old he was at the time. Maybe like twenty two. I think he's about seven, eight years older than me. Anyway, I fucking broke it. Didn't I? <laughs> And I thought, shall I tell him what? Shall I just try and give it back? You know, I was like, oh, cheers for this. He goes, oh, yeah, it was all right. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Outside in the garden, just start pottering about. He come running out. <laughs> 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 Fucking like hit me or whatever. 
You know, I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, must have broke when you got it back. <laughs> like, he'd had it for like two minutes. How did you break it? Oh, fuck knows, mate. I mean, it was all over sand and seawater and all that uh, sort of shit. Taking it into the sea. And, uh, <laughs> but, and that's like a 22-year-old bloke, you know, laying a smack down on a, on what is still essentially a child. But yeah, but I'm you deserved it. Moaning about. You deserved but I, des- I deserved it. You deserved it as well because you lied about it. I deserved it. And, and listen, <laughs> I, you know, I fucking, I mean, if you tried that now, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely bash him up. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, he got me. He got me at the right age. There is what I'll say. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe we could put that to the test at some point. <laughs> I say I'm the hardest one in my family. Yeah. Yeah. Undoubtedly, at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I'm the tallest. Right. I mean, it's not hard in my. F- we're not a tough family, you know. My my my, my nan was tough, but like yeah. the rest of us. I was were about all- to say, if your nan was still around, you. Probably fucking do. No, but I would have fucking smashed her up 100%. (laughs) She was old, you know. Like, if we're actually talking seriously, she would have been a piece of cake. She had, like, a big mouth. Do you know what I mean? But I would have... Fucking what, you old slag? I would have done her, right? Not that I would have ever done that. I'm, you know, love her, but... But I would say, as it stands now, I'm the hardest one in my family. I mean, it's not anything to write on but it's a bit like going to a fucking Weight Watchers and being like yeah I've got the best body here do you know what I mean it's like <laughs> it's nothing to, but I am probably the hardest one in my family yeah because one I'm the tallest you know I do the mo- I do a bit of sparring down the boxing gym and I don't you know none of my family they're not particularly tough you know uh, daddy's he's you know not, not this not feels really. like a call out to be honest well it is you know I'm, brother I'm, I'm I'm taller than my brother I can take my brother easy not a problem um, I mean, any relate? I'm thinking like brother-in-law. Yeah, I could. I mean, I'm a lot bigger. I can fucking do him, hundred percent. Cut to like later this week, where you're like, "Can you cut that thing out about uh, me battering my brother?" Uh, dad's. I mean, I'd hundred percent weigh in my dad, and actually, he's fucking due a beat down. I think for, for, for all the slats he gave me when I was growing up. I've, um, yeah, maybe I'll call him out for a rematch. <laughs> You know, my Uncle John, you met my Uncle John. Yeah. Um, he's not the biggest of geezers. He's but... not the biggest. He's not the biggest. I mean, I reckon he's, he's, quite... a, he's a lover more than a fire. He's right? a lover more than a fire, but I say he's like a Sugar Ray Leonard. He'd be quite quick, but I'd, right. I'd be able to pin him down, sort of, you know, box off, you know, corner him, and um, that wouldn't be a problem either. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's like obviously with all these YouTube boxers and all this sort of stuff going on. I mean, Tommy Fury recently called out. Uh, I just say I'm sorry for calling my nan a slag, <laughs> an old slag. I would never. Obviously, that's all a joke. I would never lay a hand on an elderly lady, let alone my nan, let alone any old. I'm sure elderly you called lady. her a cunt. In the Uncle Not John even episode. in a sexual way would I lay hands on an older lady. Okay, so um, I mean, but it rest stands for the for the for the rest of the family other than my mum and um, my sister but any of the fellas you know if, if you want it you um, you know I am so I'm pretty sure you called her a cunt in the Uncle John episode who my nan yeah I mean listen she was a cunt you know um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think everyone knows that you know I love her love her but she was she was a total cunt 100% she was a cunt yeah so and may may she rest in peace <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've like Tommy Fury called out uh, Logan Paul again recently. He's like the third. It's been going on for like three years. But I was thinking, what if like you know Prince Harry and Will they could 
finally settle the score, you know. I, I, listen, I'm going to have Prince William because he's... Um, he's got the reach. He's got the reach. He's got a little bit more experience. But Harry and, was and in the army. And do you know what? The biggest thing is, Prince Harry... He's a little bitch. Feels really. a bit soft, doesn't he? He's, he's he's a little bit, you know. Meghan has very much softened him, um, mm. you know. So, you know. Well, the, the, he did, he has killed twenty five Taliban, though. That's another thing that he did reveal in the book. He said that. Um, uh, it says here, Prince Harry also reveals that he killed twenty five Taliban fighters while serving as a helicopter pilot during his second tour in Afghanistan. Uh, the Telegraph reports Harry undertook two hours of Afghanistan, two tours of Afghanistan with the British Army, one from 2007 to 2008, another in September 2012, when he was based in Helmand Province in the south as an Apache helicopter pilot. The Prince describes watching footage of each kill after returning to base uh, as a nose mounted video camera recorded each mission. Um, he said that. I love, uh, to be fair to Prince Harry, I love how he's. He, he's brought the sort of British people and the Taliban closer together. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I always just think Taliban, they're evil, they're this and that. I saw the comments of the yeah. Taliban leader having a pop at Prince Harry and I'm thinking, I feel like we could get along, me and you. Yeah, this is like the first time the Daily Mail and we'll the be, Telegraph we'll have been on the, the Taliban side. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Prince Harry's building bridges he didn't even know that, you know what I mean? Uh, any Taliban yeah. out there, you know, we had a rocky start, as you know. Um, but Will and Kate, are gonna and put I think they probably dislike him more now. That fact that he lives in America, do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what would the old, you know, sort of nine eleven turnout? Um. <laughs> I mean, other things he said. He lost his virginity to an older woman in a field behind a pub. I, what I, what I want to say, uh, like joking, like joking aside, now you know, like um, when Meghan come into the royal family, and a mm. lot of black people thought. Finally, like actually, like a bit of progress. We we a bit of progress, and we can actually finally see someone, you know, that that we can relate to, and we can get on board with the royal family. Well, as you know, I'm not really a royalist, and that's why I feel a bit disappointed with Prince Harry and all this has happened now. Because you know, I've obviously seen the extracts from the book, and that he's been shagging old birds behind pubs and sniffing gear, and I'm thinking finally a royalist <laughs> I can relate to. <laughs> and he's always. He's not here no more, you know. He's very sad. Um, that was my one chance to get on board with a royal family. He's gone yeah. now, you know. Yeah. If if I'd known that before, I would have celebrated the Queen's Jubilee a little bit more, you know. Yeah, it does feel like it. That is, you know. I I mean, he 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 described himself uh, well. He said uh, that the older woman liked macho horses and treated him like a young stallion, but ultimately. The experience was humiliating. So I can relate to that, being humiliated yeah. <laughs> whilst having sex with an older person, yeah. younger person, same age, you know, whatever. Yeah. Can I, I mean, he's trying to be, I think the thing is, he's trying to be relatable to people by going, look, this is this is like, these are honest accounts of my life, you know, but it's, it's like you said earlier, he's detailing stuff that we don't really care about. I mean, to be honest, I think it's quite interesting here about the virginity in that he's got on the Charlie, right? Yeah, yeah. Like but, I think because you but, can relate. Oh, listen, the, <laughs> I, I see someone on Twitter was like, "Could you imagine like sniffing gear and like with fucking note with your nan's face on it?" <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, "That's so, that's so true." The, I think the only thing really that came that I mean, there's there's one element of it that people have been sort of a bit more sympathetic to him was when he was told about his mum dying and it says in the book harry writes that charles sat on the end of his bed at balmoral castle and told him my dear son 
Mum has had a car accident. Mm. Uh, according to the son, the Duke claims his father did not hug him and that he later felt like a politician as he greeted members of the public in the wake of her death. That's a bit odd, isn't it? That's bleak. That is fucking yeah, odd. That's, like, that's tough. Your old man's not even coming and put his arm around you. He's basically telling you, like, I'm sorry, we've had to let her go. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And then like, that night, he's trying to get asleep and he just hears Charles in the next room just fucking smashing the light up out of Camilla. He's like, ah! <laughs> he's just crying to his pillow. <laughs> Mummy! <laughs> I feel sorry for him. I know I listen, I do I do feel sorry for him. I think that is one he's, he's, element where he's not, people who have sympathy. He, he, mate, it's I don't know, there's so much to it in there because he's oh, it's so it must be so hard to lose your mum at that young age, you know, and no doubt also that like life is really difficult in its own ways. But a part of me does the overriding thing I feel is like, listen, we're but we're going through like a cost of living crisis. Like people got real problems. Like you've people got hundred million sitting in the bank. Yeah. This stuff did happen years ago. I know that it has, you know, your childhood has a big big effect on your adult, you know, your, your adult life. But at what point are you going to go? Listen, I'm not going to be a victim anymore of my childhood, mm. and I'm 38 now, and I'm just going to move on with my life. You know, you know, keeping sort of using that. Um, I think it's because they're profiting off it as well. That's yeah, why. No, that's, that, why that's, that why there's a, there's, that's why yeah. there's like a little bit of a bit of taste in the mouth. I, I if he was it's... going, look, like, I'll tell you all this shit for free. I'm not going to put it in a book. I'm just going to say it frankly. Like, look, this is what I've had to go through. But this is like the third thing now. You had the Oprah interview. You had yeah. the Netflix series. You got the book. And like, I get it. Like, you know, you've had a tough time. But at the same time, it's just like, there's got to be a bit of perspective to what the rest of the fucking country is going yeah, through. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's mainly what I feel is like, like, you know, the first time I'm watching it, I'm like, well, I don't, I watched documentary. I'm like, well, I, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't know what's happened because I'm not there, yeah. but I get a feeling that maybe this isn't the whole story and that uh, actually um, this is not exactly how it is, but of course right, not. I listen, you know, um, but the fact that he just keeps and going on now and it's almost all these sort of victim stories. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people, we've all got, we've all got problems, mate. You know what I mean? And I, we listen to you once, but now you keep them banging that drum. It's like, come on, mate. Like, it's cost of living crisis out there. Fucking live in the real world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a bit like, I've had enough of hearing it now. Yeah, I mean, there was loads of stuff and it's been all, all over like the, the radio news and everything, like social media for the past few days. Um, I like Kay Kurd's take. Did you see that? Like, sort of, he did. He posted like a little sort of short sketch no. where it was just. Oh like, yeah, yeah, about revealing all these secrets. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's but, feels, but feels like they stood over us, going, "Do you want to know a secret?" He's like, yeah. "Not really." Yeah, yeah, uh, and and that's exactly that's exactly my my view of it. And I, I just think it's I think it's sad that he has to that he has to do that. And uh, yeah, just just enough now, really. I mean, even for people like us who are not. You know, we're not royalists, are we? We're not really massively into the royal family. Um, oh, you're not a royalist. You, I, I couldn't tell by the way you were describing Prince Harry the way in the wake of his mum's death, hearing oh, Camilla getting fucked by Prince Charles. Yeah, was that a bit much? <laughs> was that much? Was that too much? I think we should keep it in. Okay, <laughs> it's the direction I want to. I mean, one thing I would like to apologise for is really, really, I'm sorry about calling my nan an old slag. <laughs> And a cunt. And a, did I call an old cunt as well? <laughs> he said cunt early. Just got a bit carried away. Can you beat that bit out maybe? Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Um, yeah, I mean, look, that's... that. Look, it's, it, 
it is what it is. I think we've I think we've had our fill of Prince Harry now. I think if we don't hear from him for the rest of the year, we'll be happy. I think if they do piss off and just like look, that's that that's our lot for now. Yeah. And then maybe in like a year's time, there's some sort of reunion. It might have like a nice redemption arc to the whole thing, but at the moment, kind of just feels like you know selling dirty laundry nonstop. Yeah, and I don't know. I just don't get a good vibe from Megan really. Yeah. She seems seems a bit... It's very LA. Um, very LA, yeah. Uh, now, a friend of ours on the podcast has recently taken a foray into a career in rap music. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we spoke about this the other day. Uh, I mean, it's only right that I... <laughs> <laughs> this is great. It's only right that I... Sh- I mean, sh- shall we tell him who it is or should we just play it? Um, so it's... It's... It's, it's a friend of the show. He's, uh, he's been on before. It's a friend of a show. Let, let's let's just play it, shall we? Every night's a party, babe. I thought that you could tell. You're ringing <laughs> off my phone. I know you're feeling kind of jail. Only yesterday you wasn't when I got you them Chanel's. I mean, uh, we have to wheel it up. We're going to have to wheel it up. Wheel up. Wheel up. Where's the full version? I thought that you could tell. You're ringing off my phone, I know you're feeling kind of jail. Only yesterday you wasn't when I got you them Chanel's. I've been vibing to Wazza. I've been trying to find the full. <laughs> I've been vibing to Wazza. <laughs> I'm trying to find the full song. He's a fucking game old cunt. I mean. <laughs> go and give it to him. Like, he'll fucking he'll give anything. You go. Go, yeah, well, I mean, it's like, it's, his voice is quite suited to sort of. Yeah, like, you know, mate, like, he's better wow. than fucking matey boy that he's, that he's doing it with. The other, the other geezer actually does music for real. And he's better than him. <laughs> At least Wayne doesn't need auto-tune. Yeah. He's got his own like special effects already on his voice. Yeah, I've seen this other guy on... I've seen him on like, Instagram it's, it's, or it's, something. So, yeah, it's, What's it, his name? So just to, like for those of you who haven't figured it out yet, there's Wayne Lineker. Is he like a singer a, or is he a rapper? His name is... Uh, Clark King. Clark King. Yeah, uh, his name's Clark King. He's like a sort of like... He's quite a face in Ibiza by the looks of it, but he's got like some... <laughs> is he? He's got a lot of stuff. Well, like, I mean, he's always in... Well, how many followers has he got? 12,000. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Um, I mean, like... Here we go. This is just Wayne walking around his guy. Bottle of goose out of the fridge. I'm doing it as well. I, I mean, wait till... <laughs> Oh, what? Uh, did, did Wayne write his own bars? Because <laughs> they're pretty fucking dead, to be honest. No, the delivery. Uh, 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 no, the delivery uh, uh, is good because he's no. like, honestly, mate, joking aside, I actually think the delivery is good. The delivery is good. I feel like he's asking voice. And it he's works. Like, he's like a Hugh Hefner sort of swag. Yeah, I actually think it fucking works. Let, but the let, bars, let's the break, lyrics Let's ain't break great. down the bars. Let's break down the bars. Okay. Every night's a party, babe. I thought that you could you're ringing up my phone. I know you're feeling kind of gel. Only yesterday you wasn't when I got you them Chanel's. You're ringing up my phone. Are you so, feeling kind of gel? And you're feeling kind of gel. I, right. bu- I bought you those Chanel's. Something about I bought you those Chanel's. Yeah, but I'm doing it as well. And then he, and then the last line is, 
Oh, oh, fuck, man. I'm doing it as well. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm doing it as well. It don't really make sense. It doesn't make sense. What does my, my, my 80 boys' bars are, though? He's going, quite sexual from like... Okay, no, this guy, he's, a, he's like a... He's like a Bobby Valentino, bite your lip sort of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beef of Valentino. Is he white or is he white? Is he white? I think he's white. Yeah. He's white, but he, he's got like, he's right. almost like got a black trim. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got a skin fade. Yeah. Skin not, fade, not, but like not, a box It's not exclusive off. for black people. No, but he's boxed. <laughs> I'm sorry, but only black people should be boxing off their Yeah. Head I bum. mean, maybe that's his hairline. You never know. Yeah. Or... <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think it is. Has he got a tash as well? Let's, 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 let's. Tash, tash is either for black people or pedophiles. Let's, so. let's hear what he's got to say. She loving my neck, I give her a bite, she couldn't resist, she might for the night, she touching my skin. Yeah. She loving my neck, I give her a bite, she couldn't resist, she's right for the night. I mean, it's all yeah, quite- Yeah, it's all very sexual. It's all very sexual. I mean, right? listen, I'd expect nothing more from Wayne to be on a, <laughs> be on a track that's, that's sexual. I mean, look, he- like you said, like the lyrics aren't the strongest. Delivery's good, but man. the delivery is. Strong. I mean, if someone gave, because you know, you look. There's a big trend at the moment. You know about Pete and Baz. Yeah, Pete and Baz. I was just about to say he's been there's great on a Pete and, Baz, Pete and Baz have created their own sort of like little universe of like middle age and like older. Blokes. Oh no, they're older blokes. Yeah, yeah. like but there's, <clears throat> there's a there's a mixture now of like younger, younger, up and coming middle-aged MCs. Right? And then they've got like, uh, like Pete and Baz. I mean, he's a spring chicken compared to old uh, Pete and Baz. Yeah, Pete and Baz, they're in their 70s. Uh, if you don't know who Pete and Baz are, they are a uh, sort of like grime slash drill slash hip hop kind of duo. They're good. I mean, the theory behind them is that it's an actual like, grime artists that writes all their bars and yeah no 100% stuff. their yeah. bars get written for them yeah. but I thought maybe it was like a Millie Vanilli type shit where someone was actually spitting their bars no but they do actually spit they bars actually they, they spit perform their them bars. live and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff yeah, like, yeah. And but shows someone, else, fucking... someone else writes their bars because yeah, yeah. they don't know what do you know Cass is mean. dead Cass is dead you ever heard of Cass is dead no rapper he used to be called Cash you think he's him there's a speculation online that he's the one that writes Cass is dead also a very good artist but yeah what do you think so what do what faults on uh on oh Wayne and he Lucas. wears a mask Cassie's dead yeah 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 so that would make sense why he would do that yeah well he's he's quite like artistic with his sort of uh music and, and does like a lot of like performance is that a mask stuff. yeah it's a mask yeah that's weird yeah it's mad um so yeah what, what are your thoughts on uh old Wazza's uh rap career i think um i think it suits him i think if he could get the, a good ghostwriter there's no there's no telling what like, I think where his rap career could I go. I think there's no yeah I think he's good man. I think his delivery's really good. Um, and that other guy, that other guys, that's other guys interesting, isn't he? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I find that other guy more. Of, I mean Wayne is someone we know and he's quite a fascinating character. But I find that other guy who's singing on a track <laughs> quite fascinating, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like having the confidence being all that, all that sort of. It's cool. Yeah. I think any white guy that's like singing sexual lyrics and auto tune, I mean, there's question marks over it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean, we've been asking for questions a couple of times on, uh, on, on recent episodes of the podcast. We finally had some through. Oh, have you? Yeah. What, so they messaged you directly? They've messaged me because I told them to message me on Instagram. Ah, so that you didn't. Good listening there. From yeah. I wouldn't have, I mean, I forgot you said that. I mean, I'm not very good. Yeah, no. I've, I've, and I've, I've sort of, um, Get in there. I've got I've got a few uh, little questions here. Love that. They've actually messaged you directly. They've messaged me directly. Not yeah. made them up. I've not made them up. The I've, actual real ones. Well, not all of them are messaged directly. A couple have been in person. 
but I don't want to. Nice, you know, okay. Friends who listen from to the podcast that, and stuff. Yeah. From my mum, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one's from um, Mark. He says, uh, "Loving the podcast, the highlight of my week." Cheers, I'm an Mark. aspiring stand-up comedian, starting in my early thirties. Nice. Do you think there's a cut-off age for starting stand-up? Yeah, and Mark. any advice for someone starting as late as I am? Mate, that's not even that late. Um, Mickey Flanagan started in his like mid to late thirties. Mm. John Bishop started in his late thirties. They're two of like, you know, the Premier League comedians in this country. Um, not everyone starts, you know, younger. And actually, a lot of people that do start younger end up turning out being a bit fucking shit comedians. Um, not naming any names, but <clears throat> Kevin Bridges is really the only one I can think that was like started off young. And actually talking about things which are good, like worthy stuff to talk about. Basically, the more life experience you've got, I think the fun you're going to be. So um, yeah, I won't um, worry about that, mate. Not at all. People start all different ages and everyone's journey is different. So. Yeah, I've spoke to comedians in the past where they started when they were like 18. And they said for like the first eight years, they got good at like the stagecraft side of things, but their content was just shit yeah, because they hadn't lived. You know, I started when I was 23 and what I was just talking about was just like, I just mean. rubbish, yeah. I was just going out every weekend and just getting absolutely obliterated, just mm. fucking proper loser shit. And uh, I had nothing interesting. I had no interesting perspective yeah. in the world. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's not too late, Mark. Um, this one here. Yes, lads, loving the podcast. I noticed a lot of the guests seem to be called John, Big John, Johnny Fisher, Uncle John. <laughs> Is this some kind of rule that you have that every so often that you have to have a John on? And also, who would be your ideal John? Oh, that's to a have great question. On as a guest, uh, that's a great question. And that's from Kyle. Kyle, big yourself up, Kyle. Um, no, I didn't notice that about the Johns. It's just a quite yeah. a common name in it. Common name? Well, not just a common name, isn't it? Yeah. Um, common. Best John. Solid English name, John. I, I mean, I would say if I if I can take the lead on this, John Barnes for me. Really? I think would be a great guest because if you hear him speak about certain subjects, he's so informed, he's clued up, he's got like really interesting takes and he's not afraid to speak his mind. He's one of the few footballers of that generation that comes through with like really sort of like really interesting perspectives. Yeah, I don't think he'd be very funny though. No, he can have a laugh as well. You know what I mean? Can I, think, he? I think he's got a bit of both. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, who are you thinking? I'm thinking like Johnny Depp. John yeah. Get to the bottom of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, talk about Amber Heard. Yeah, him or maybe maybe John Cena. I reckon <laughs> John Cena. Yeah, yeah, but we wouldn't be able to pick him up on the cameras, though, would we? He's so big. No, because you can't see him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice one. Um, all right, uh, hi Josh. Just want to say I love your travel videos. I saw you filming the one in Canvey. You're on the punching machine with some other guy. I was just wondering, out of the two of you, who had the hardest punch? And that, <laughs> and that's, that's for a fucking Callum from Cardiff, is it? It says anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, uh, yeah, Callum so, beat me, man. So yeah, Callum that's... beat me. Uh, <laughs> but, he's, but he's, Callum's very thick set, isn't he? He's one of those... Well, what, listen, my argument was, he, I think he got about, I got my highest was about nine... Nine five one or whatever. Or mm. no, I, I, actually, I think my got about nine sixty, and he got about nine ninety or something. Uh, but he's a, he's about three stone heavier than me. He's he's a he's a Welsh thick set rugby lad. Yeah, you know what I mean, he's, like he's, he's solid, isn't he's he? From you know, from well, deep we both had valleys. decent scores, but yeah, he but he beat, beat, beat you. Didn't he, he did beat me. Um, 
yeah, you're going to go on Hard Hitters soon? There's a, there's I'd love a, to go on Hard Hitters. For those of you who don't know, there's an Instagram page called Hard Hitters. And they just basically get a generator and a boxing machine, a punching machine. It goes to different places in the go UK. Go to different places in the UK, set it up, and then just get members of the public. Mate, it's the, the best... It's, it's the best Instagram at the moment, 100%. I, I think that says a lot about your personality. That Why does it? You're just like watching people smack the shit out of No, I, just, I like to see all the different, I just like to see all the different punches. Techniques. Yeah, so those are our questions for this week. If you've got a question for uh, Josh, you've got a question for us in general, uh, just hit me up on Instagram, DM me at Sam Piccone and I'll get back to you. Should we, uh, should we wrap it up? Yes, wrap it up. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you guys. Welcome back. 2023 let's see what happens this year yeah i'm hoping um i'm hoping we're gonna have a good year and uh we will do i'm sure we will um i've got a big announcement coming soon actually it might have happened this week i'm gonna give you a little exclusive because i don't think my management listened to every <laughs> podcast episode or any of them <laughs> but and it'll be hopefully i will hope i think hopefully i'm announcing it this week anyway so hopefully by wednesday it'll be out but i am supporting bubba tundaleshi on his bubbahood tour uh, the dates, nice. I'm going to put them out on um, Instagram, Facebook and everything and get tickets while you still can. I'll be warming up for him. How many dates are you doing? I'm doing fucking bears. Doing a lot. Don't know exactly how many, but um, yeah. And uh, so we've got that. So that's really fun and cool. And um, yeah, I mean, we keep saying it, but we're going to get a live show sorted. I think what I'd like to do with a live show, which I've, I would like someone to come and do one minute of stand-up, do their first time doing stand-up. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Like, I think that would be quite a cool... If anyone fancies it, Messi Salvatore, if you've ever thought, I fancy giving stand-up a go, you couldn't have never done a gig before. It's got to be your first gig and you come and you do one minute of material. Yeah. And... Um, but just don't open with, people are strange. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever you do, whatever you do, don't call your nan a slag or an old cunt, okay? And I would like to apologise, put on record for just, sorry about that. Got a bit carried away. I love your name, rest in peace. Um, yeah. Anyway, guys, <laughs> keep and sharing the podcast. Um, rate it five stars on Spotify, rate it five stars on Apple Podcast, and keep and sharing it, and we'll see you next week. Love you all to bits. Bye.